0: Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. On today's episode, we're going to explore a very common theme in our lives. The theme is, what do we do when God doesn't make sense? I don't know about you, but there are so many times in my life where I look around my situation and I think, what is God doing? This doesn't make any sense sense. And if you're like me, you might get a little feisty with God. You might start questioning God. You might even wonder, is God paying attention? Does God hear my prayers? Does God even care what's happening to me right now? Sometimes I think, is God mad at me? Is he ignoring me? But if you're reading your Bible, then you know God doesn't get mad at us and he doesn't ignore us and he hears us always. So I'm going to use what could be or could not be familiar scripture for you. I'm going to be looking at the story about Ruth and Naomi on today because I find so much encouragement in this story that we can find in the Bible to show us how we can have faith that God's at work in our lives even when he doesn't make sense. So let's start in Ruth chapter 1. In Ruth chapter 1, we see the background of the story of Ruth and Naomi. And we find out that Naomi and her husband had moved away from their homeland when there was a famine. And we find out that while they're away, the husband dies, Naomi's husband dies, and her two sons get married and then they die, leaving Naomi with two daughters in law. And she tells her daughters in law, I'm going back to my homeland. I think you should stay here and find husbands for yourselves here because it doesn't make any sense for you to go with me. And one of the daughters-in-law, she hugs Naomi and says goodbye and she goes back to her home and waits to see what's gonna happen next in her life. But the other one, the other daughter-in-law, which is the one that is famous to those of us who are familiar with her, she says something that's quoted in weddings all the time. And it's found in Ruth chapter 1, verse 16. It says, But Ruth answered, Don't ask me to leave you. Let me go with you. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Wherever you die, I will die, and that is where I will be buried. May the Lord's worst punishment come upon me if I let anything but death separate me from you. And we hear that a lot said in people's wedding vows, right? Even though actually the context of the scripture is that it's a woman saying it to her mother-in-law. So Naomi and Ruth, they return to Bethlehem. And when they get there, which is Naomi's hometown, when they get there, all the women come out and they're all excited that Naomi's back. And they say in verse 19, The whole town got excited and the women there explained, is this really Naomi? And in verse 20, she says, don't call me Naomi. She answered, call me Mara because almighty God has made my life bitter. When I left here, I had plenty, but the Lord has brought me back without a thing. Why call me Naomi when the Lord almighty has condemned me and sent me trouble? So we can read that. And we can judge Naomi harshly and we can say, why would she say that about God? How can she think like that? But the reality is in some of our own lives, our own situations, we might find ourselves feeling the exact same way. If we're going to truly be honest in the midst of our hot mess lives, we might really be questioning God. And we might even go so far as accusing God of sending us trouble and condemning us. And taking away all that we had. And what's interesting about this is that Naomi's, um, her name, some commentators say that her name meant fair or pleasant. And so that's why she doesn't want to be called pleasant by them. She wants to be called Mara, which means bitter. Now, if you don't know the story of Ruth, that happens throughout this book, which is actually named by her. So if you want to read more about this, you can read Ruth. It's chapters one through four in the Old Testament. It's very simple to find. It's a little tiny book. And if you go to the beginning of the Bible and start flipping through. You go through Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, and then you will come to Ruth. So it's in the beginning of your Bible. So in Ruth chapter 4, we see that Naomi's life has been completely turned around. We see that Ruth has been amazing and God has been incredibly faithful. And God has brought Ruth to the field of a man who is actually related to Naomi's former husband, her, her um, deceased husband. And long story short, the man marries Ruth and they have a baby. And so now the women are all excited again for Naomi. And it says in chapter 4, it says, So Boaz, in chapter 4, verse 13, So Boaz took Ruth home as his wife. The Lord blessed her, and she became pregnant and had a son. The women said to Naomi, Praise the Lord. He has given you a grandson today to take care of you. May the boy become famous in Israel. Your daughter-in-law loves you and has done more for you than seven sons. And now she has given you a grandson who will bring new life to you and give you security in your old age. Naomi took the child, held him close, and took care of him. The women of the neighborhood named the boy Obed. They told everyone, a son has been born to Naomi. Obed became the father of Jesse, who was the father of David. Now, this is what's so exciting about this. Here's Naomi. She's frustrated. She's aggravated. She's grieving, right? Like her husband died and then both of her sons died. Not one, but both of her sons died. And she's in a foreign land with these foreign women who are her daughter's-in-law. And she tells them, go back. I have nothing for you. There's no reason for you to stay with me. And while the one went back, the other one, Ruth, stayed with Naomi and returned to her land. And look at how the Lord blessed Naomi after so much loss and so much bitterness and so much sorrow. The Lord blessed Naomi through Ruth. And not only did the Lord bless Naomi with this wonderful gift of being able to be a grandmother, but the Lord blessed Naomi with the wonderful gift of being able to raise the man who was going to be the father of the man who was going to be King David. Now this is so exciting for so many reasons, because on the one hand, we have times in our lives where it feels like God has completely abandoned us, where it's like trouble after trouble, sorrow after sorrow, awful experience after awful experience, just slams over us like a tidal wave. And in those moments, I want to You to be encouraged. I know I have been encouraged in my own moments like that, in my own months or years even like that, that God is still at work in our lives. What looks like the end for us, what looks like bitterness and disaster for us, is really God weaving together great and wonderful miracles that are yet to come. Because not only did God bless Naomi to be a grandmother and to be able to raise this baby boy as her own, but he then becomes the grandfather of King David, which I just mentioned, but I cannot stress this enough. King David is the most famous king that we read about in the Bible for so many reasons. We know that David was a man after God's own heart, but most importantly, we know that David, David is the one that Jesus comes through, through that birth line, which means that if Jesus comes through David's birth line, then Jesus also comes from his grandfather's birth line, this baby boy that they named Obed. So Naomi is raising as her own, the great 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 I can't do all those many generations grandfather of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ look at the amazing incredible miracle that God brought out out of all that sorrow and so if you are struggling right now if it feels like God is not making sense in your life then I pray that you are encouraged by the story of Naomi and Ruth I pray that you are able to trust that God is at work in your life even when you can't trace his hand upon it. The Bible teaches us in Proverbs chapter 3 verses 4 and 5 to trust in the Lord with our whole heart and do not lean on our own understanding, but acknowledge him in all of our ways and he will direct our paths. Trust God no matter what it looks like. Praise God no matter how it's feeling. In tomorrow's episode, we're going to talk about not listening to our feelings and trusting that God is at work no matter what. So I pray that this episode has been a blessing to you. I would love to close us in prayer and I'm trying to be true to keeping us under 10 minutes. So let us pray and we will pick this up tomorrow. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you that your word teaches us that you will never leave us nor forsake us. We thank you, Father God, that your love for us is something that we cannot completely comprehend. And we thank you, Father God, that you are constantly, continuously at work within us, refining us, reshaping us, rerouting us to be all that you desire for us to be and to do all that you desire for us to do. Lord, thank you for the gift of Ruth and Naomi and their lives, Lord God that you have blessed us with the retelling of this story, this situation, Lord, that we can be encouraged that no matter what trials and tribulations come our way, that we can know that you can work it out for your greater glory. For truly, Lord God, your word says that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all we can ask or imagine. And your word teaches us that you, Lord God, you, Lord God, have purpose in all that we go through and so we're grateful for your holy word we stand on your promises we trust and believe that you are working it out for your glory and our good in jesus precious name amen god bless we went a little bit over but i pray that you'll tune in tomorrow for how to not trust your feelings and to walk by faith